everybody. You are welcome to Ask Adina on the BBS radio. And you're listening to Meta Mondays with your host, Adina Bannock. And, you know, last week I wasn't live. And by the time this, this week rolls around, I was ready to jump out of my skin. I really mean this. If I don't talk to you once a week, I get crazy. And you're thinking, how does she know who's out here? I don't really. But I'm just thinking if there's one person out there, then I've accomplished what I've accomplished. That makes sense. You know what I mean. So, um, and I just, I miss everybody. And I got a ton of email requests that I am going to read. And I am going to get as many in as I can. But before I do, I had something I wanted to read to you because I thought it was really, really interesting. And it's something about astrology. No, it isn't funny. Um, it was sent to me by um, a friend, and I just want to talk about her for just a minute um, because I just want to. You know, everybody should have, I think, I think everybody should have that friend that there's no judgment with, there's no agenda with. You know you can call this person and no matter what you say, that they are supportive and they're in your corner and you just know it. You know it. And it's funny because a lot of people assume that I'm very outgoing and that I am very confident and things like that. I'm really not at all. I think that is my, I think that's my Gemini rising. And I think that shows when people first meet me. But I am a Capricorn sun and a Virgo moon. And that is highly practical, very earthy. And um, if you're wondering what a Cap sun and a Virgo moon is doing in the psychic arts, I can easily tell you that uh, my north node in my sixth house of work is Scorpio. And uh, your north node is where you are, where you're going toward this life, what you're transforming. So I am literally transforming myself through work. And Scorpio, as we know, is an incredibly um, transformative, deep, and very psychic sign. So that's where I think I get that from. Also, my sixth house is very huge. It's a large house. So I think that is also why. Anyway, so this person sends me, I mean, I don't have to write her. I don't write her. She'll write me. She'll write me 10 emails to my one. And the way I met her is a little odd. She was, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I should keep this to myself, but I'm an open book. I really am. 
my dad has been married several times. And um, she was his second wife. My mom was his first. And I didn't like her in the beginning because after he divorced my mom, he dated someone and was engaged for three years. And this particular woman I adored. And I just loved her. And she gave me a stability that I had not known up until her. And then he met this particular person. And I was, I really hated her because she took him away from the person that I loved. And she kind of won. And they got married. So it took me several years to get used to her. And, and then when I did, I just adored her. And I don't know, it's, it's kind of, it's just amazing how things work out. I never ever did get over his girlfriend before her. I never did. I never will. She meant the world to me. But this particular person, his second wife, whose name is Karen, and for a while, we had the same exact name. We used to have a lot of fun with that. Um, I, I absolutely have kept in touch with for, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't think I'm going to tell you how old. Okay, it's 40 years, definitely. It's 40 years. Oh, no, it's longer. It's longer than that. It's at least 43, but... I don't think you need to know when and, you know, we don't want to touch on that. So, and she has always been a forerunner for me in terms of the new thing. She got me involved in EST and she got me involved in something called DMA. And um, so she and I were always on the same kind of wavelength. And she sent me this and... I knew that I had to read it for you guys because it was just something that was really interesting. One of the things that I didn't notice was that the first paragraph talks about Martin Shulman. And Martin Shulman is a a major astrologer. 32 years ago, he did my chart. And... I I think he wrote, he had definitely written a book. And it was the North Node book that he had written that spoke to me so deeply that I wrote to the back address on the book and I asked him, what can I do to have you read a chart, my chart? And he wrote back and he told me what to do. I did it and he sent me a taped chart. You know, he had done my chart and he taped it and I still have that chart today. So when I went to print this out this last night, um, I was shocked that it came straight from Martin Shulman. And I think that's like kismet. I really do. He is amazing. He's amazing. And I, I think it's funny that when I say I've been 
studying this for over 30 years. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I went straight to the top. So, um, and he is one of the first people who ever told me back then, and I'm talking about when I was very young, that once I cleared up a lot of the baggage that I had, that I would be one of the people in the world that one of those people who does so much good for others. And at the time, I couldn't see it. Now, of course, I see it. And he gave me hope for decades and decades and decades. So I want to thank you, Martin. And I certainly want to thank Karen for, I actually call her Killy. She knows why. And, and Killy for sending this to me. And I'm going to start immediately by reading it to you. Um, so here we go. Oh, and then we will do some free readings because I have plenty of them. So post haste. Yes, that's a word. Post haste. I'm going to get into my free readings after I finish this. And oh, this month. Um, let me just go over the itinerary with you on the, I think, I believe it's the following Monday, we are going to have Matthew Fallon. He is going to hypnotize us. So please listen. If you are going to be working, driving, operating heavy machinery, don't be inducted. Don't listen. Listen when you can... Download the podcast at your own convenience, and you can go under. He is just going to um, do a induction for our greatest high and good. It's certainly not to make us cluck like a chicken or anything like that, although I hear that is what he does. I'm not going to have him do that. It's going to be for our just, you know, uh, what it's going to be for the the best for our intentions, what our soul really wants. And then on the 25th, I've got Dr. Susan Shumsky, who this I have to tell you, I was going through um, papers on my desk and I had a lot of sheets that were about chakras and I had done a chakra show that were in my archives and I decided for some reason, I don't know why, that I was going to do a remake on chakras for this, for BBS. And now I have to tell you this, I had taken a couple of days off from email and I hadn't gotten any IMs you know, from Messenger whatsoever. Out of the clear blue, <laughs> I picked up those that information. I was looking at it and I said, hmm, I think I'd really like to redo this for this station. As I did that, I swear on my life, I swear on my loved one's life, as I read that, Gmail came through onto my screen and said, Dr. Susan Shumsky sent me an email 
about chakras. I'm not kidding. Literally at the same at the same moment. And I just stopped and I I'm I took advantage of it. I absolutely did. I wrote her, I told her exactly what was happening, and I said, Would you mind being on the show? And she accepted immediately. So she's coming in the last week of Monday. Um, in July. So we have that. And I do have two people that I need to set up for August. And um, I'm going to be working on reading what they have written books. And I'm just a little behind, but I will set them up for August. So we are definitely getting our swing back. Okay, so we are going to start and what this is called is God assigning duties to each zodiac sign. And it says, the best thing you will read today. I believe it. Okay. Are you ready to read something that would make you really great and that would make you really great and important about life that you have? We came across this amazing piece from Karmic Astrologer, The Moon's Nodes and Reincarnation by Martin Schulman. That is the book that I read. Where orange where or, origin of Zodiac is said to be written with Zodiac being 12 children and God announcing them their duties. This is really the best thing you will read all day. So I'm going to start, okay? Um, you might want to take notes. You, want my, you might want to um, tape. I don't know. And it was morning as God stood before his 12 children and into each of them planted the seed of human life. One by one, each child stepped forward to receive his appointed gift. To you, to Aries, I give the seed first, that you might have the honor of planting it, that for every seed you plant, one million more will multiply in your hand. You will not have time to see the seed grown, for everything you plant creates more that must be planted. You will be the first to penetrate the soil of people's minds with my idea. But it is not your job to nourish the idea, nor to question it. Your life is action, and the only action I ascribe to you is to begin making men aware of my creation. For your good work I give you the virtue of self-esteem. And if anybody has known an Aries, they know that's true. Quietly, Aries stepped back to his place. And to you, Taurus, I give the power to build the seed into substance. Your job is a great one, requiring a patience. For you must finish all that has been started or the seeds will be washed to the wind. You are not to question, nor change your mind in the middle, nor to depend on others for what I ask you to do. For this, I give you the gift of strength. Use it wisely. And Taurus stepped back into place. 
to you, Gemini. My rising sign is Gemini, and I think a lot of people see that first. To you, Gemini, I give the questions without the answers, so that you may bring to all an understanding of what people see around them. You will never know why people speak or listen, but in your quest for the answer, you will find my gift, my gift of knowledge. <clears throat> and Gemini stepped back into place. To you, Cancer, I ascribe the task of teaching people about emotions. My idea is for you to cause them laughter and tears so that they may see and think, so that all they may see and think develops fullness from inside. For this I give you the gift of family, that your fullness may multiply. I just want to say something about cancers. Um, I've never met one that I didn't adore. I don't know why. I think because they're my opposite um, and because I need those qualities, I just love them. Um, and it's true, they do teach emotion. And Cancer stepped back to his place. And to you, Leo, I give the job of displaying my creation and all its brilliance to the world. But you must be careful of pride and always remember that it is my creation, not yours. For if you forget this, people will scorn you. There is much joy in the job I give you if you but do it well. For this, you, you are to have the gift of honor. That's so sweet. And Leo stepped back to his place. To you, Virgo, I ask for an examination of all that mankind has done with my creation. You are to scrutinize, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. You are to scrutinize their ways sharply and remind them of their errors. Oh boy, does Virgo do this? Um, and remind them of their errors, so that through them, my creation may be perfected. For doing this, I give you the purity of thought. My moon, as I said, is in Virgo, and my idea of helping people is to absolutely nitpick and, and, and make you better. That's my job, to make you better, because I am a Virgo. So that's so true. And Virgo stepped back to his place. To you, Libra, I give the mission of service that humans will be mindful of their duties to others, that they may learn cooperation as well as the ability to reflect on the other side of their actions. I will put you everywhere there is discord, and for your efforts, I will give you the gift of love. And Libra stepped back into place. Now, here comes Scorpio. This is my north node, and your north node, I'll explain. Your north node, oh God, I, I'm going to have to get out my books one day and do a whole thing. The north node is where you are going in this life. It, the south node is where you have left. So my south node would have been 
Taurus in my last life, meaning that I have completed a Taurus, um, a Taurus kind of karmic sense, which means that um, Taurus is earthy, Taurus is patient, Taurus is. Um, Taurus is strong, but they're very material. Scorpio, on the other hand, is all about regeneration. And so I'm here in this life to regenerate myself through my work. Because Taurus, I mean, because Scorpio is in my sixth house of work. So, and to you, Scorpio, I give a very difficult task. You will have the ability to know the minds of other people. Uh-huh, I told you. But I do not permit you to speak about what you learn. Many times, you will be pained about what you see. And in your pain, you will turn away from me and forget that it is not I, but the perversion of my idea that is causing you pain. You will see so much of humankind that you will come to know them as animals and will wrestle so much with the animal instincts in yourself that you will lose your way. But when you finally come back to me, Scorpio, I have the supreme gift of purpose. Thank you. I needed that. And Scorpio stepped back. To Sagittarius, I ask that you make people laugh. My all-time favorite sign. Um, amidst their misunderstanding of my idea, they become bitter. Through laughter, you are to give people hope. And through hope, turn their eyes back to me. You will touch many lives, if but for a moment. And you will know the restlessness restlessness in every life you touch. To you, Sagittarius, I give the gift of infinite abundance that you may spread wide enough to reach every corner of darkness and bring it light. Bless you, little Sagittarians. I have seven planets in this sign, and I have a lot of, a lot of Sagittarian energy in me. Um... Okay, he moves on to, and Sagittarius step back into place, and to you, Capricorn, my sun sign, I ask the toil of your brow that you might teach people to work. Your task is not an easy one, for you will feel all of humankind's labors on your shoulders, but the yoke of your burdens contains the responsibility of your brothers and sisters which I put into your hands and, ah, Capricorn stepped back into place. Thanks, guys. Um, and to you, Aquarians, I give the concept of the future that people might see other possibilities. You will have the pain of loneliness, for I do not allow you to personalize my love. But for, for, but for turning people's eyes to new responsibilities, I give the gift of freedom that in your liberty you may continue to serve mankind, humankind, wherever they need you. And Aquarius stepped back into place. 
and to you, Pisces, I give the most difficult task of all. I ask you to collect all of the world's sorrows and return them to me. Your tears are to be ultimately my tears. The sorrow you will absorb is the effect of people's misunderstanding my idea, but you are to give them compassion that they may try again. For this is the most difficult task of all. I give you the greatest gift of all. You will be the only one of my 12 children to understand me. This gift of understanding is for you, Pisces, for when you try to spread it to humankind, they will not under—they will not listen, and Pisces step back into place. <clears throat> I've known so, so, so many Pisces in my life. In fact, um, this isn't going to sound right, but I feel like I'm cursed and blessed with Pisces. Um... They're, they've always surrounded me. And I've never met a Pisces who fits the description of a Pisces. And I've been surrounded by them my whole life. Um, <clears throat> however, maybe it's just from my skewed perspective. And Pisces, and Pisces, Pisces, and Pisces stepped back into place. And the children left, each determined to do his job best that he might receive his gift, but none fully understood his task or his gift. And when they returned, puzzled, <clears throat> puzzled, God said, you each believe that the other gifts are better. Therefore, I will allow you to trade. And for the moment, each child was elated as he considered all the possibilities of his new mission. But God smiled as he said, you will return to me many times asking to be relieved of your mission. And each time I will grant your wish, you will go through countless incarnations before you complete the original mission I have prescribed for you. I give you countless times in which to do it, but only when it is done can you be with me. Did I not tell you? You will feel really, really good and better about your life. And that, by the way, totally coincides with being 19, 20 years old, waking up out of a deep sleep and being bombarded by math, music, and astrology, being told that the universe runs on this. They... Um, downloaded books. I read whole books in about a minute, and I was also given the answers to astrology. Each particular slice of the pie, the 12 slices that make up us, have been past lives. And I understood it then. I have a vague idea of it now. And um, so it was clear to me that my first house that which happens to be Gemini was once a life that I lived. Um, I don't believe that that particular life is, is actually being played out in this life. The karma what, is what I'm saying. The lives that are being played out in this life 
are definitely my seventh house, my fifth house, my sixth house, my eighth house. Those are all being karmically played out. But the the beginning houses and the last three houses are not. So um, and that's how I, I've come to understand it. And it's super valid. And I, you know, I, I don't understand why I don't just do this. Just learn it so I can do it. It's like I'm programmed to do this, but I don't. And I think it's because I got lazy. I was always able to do this. There are so many people who are so wonderful at this, and they do the work for you. They write the books, and they do the math for you. So all you have to do is buy the books, look up the date, and they write the most profound things. And so you don't have to do the math. Um, and it's just fascinating. So I wanted to um, read this because I thought it was fascinating. It wasn't funny. I thought it was really apropos about the signs and really on target. And um, I have been having so many psychic phenomenon, which I always do. And I always used to tell my audience about, but I haven't been writing it down. So... I am going to tell this one, though. I was, I think, well, I wrote it on my site, but this was just really amazing. I was looking through my desk, and I came across some chakra information that I had sent to a client after doing a chakra healing, and I sent... Um, just information generally about the chakras. I like to do that when I do a chakra healing so they know um, what chakra coincides with what part of the body and the emotional affect of it. And I found it, and I had done a, a show on it, and it was an extensive. And I thought, I'd like to update that show. Now, I hadn't been on my email for about three or four days. And the only other email that had come through had been a family member, actually. So I hadn't gotten any messenger emails at all, just from a family member. So I picked up, this is 100% true. So I picked up this, chakra information and I thought hmm I'm gonna redo the show I know so much more about this now and I'd like to redo it in a different way for BBS and as I did that no joke Gmail popped through Dr. Susan Shumsky emailed me through Gmail which came up on my lock screen and she had inter interview questions she had are you interested in having um, me on for chakra I, I'm not kidding are you interested in having me on for you know chakra 
information and all her links and everything. And I was like, this didn't just happen. This did not just happen. So, (laughs) and things like that happen to me all the time. And I just, and I do remember it, but then I don't write it down. This one was so amazing that I could not forget it. And I stopped what I was doing right then and there. I don't remember what time it was, but I'm positive it was about 12 midnight and I just wrote her and I said you're not going to believe what I'm doing right now and I wrote you know would you come on the show and she said absolutely so she'll be on on the 25th and um it's so much better than having me do it it's she has got so many credits to her name and I didn't even know what to post about her. She, I will figure it out though as time goes on because she's got too many credits to not post. So, um, oh, and also I want to congratulate Jill Matson, who is a very, very big friend of our show. Um, we've had her on I think four times, maybe more, she did win um, the book. Um, I think, I don't remember the title of the book. It was maybe sci-fi book of the year. Um, But we voted for her and she won. So I really want to thank you for that. Um, That was wonderful. So, um, and I am definitely talking to a few people. I'm talking to two people. I have their books to read. I'm a little behind, but I'm going to get them on for August, um, hopefully the first two weeks. The problem is, is that when I do have several weeks, in this case, it would be a month of having people and guests on, I miss you terribly. I just love doing my I just love doing my, you know, my free readings and having you to myself because you're a captive audience. You can't go anywhere. Well, you can. You can turn me off, but, you know. Um, yeah, you could, definitely. But don't. I don't, I, I don't know. I think I might be upset. So you know what I want to do right now? I'd like to take a break. And then, without further delay... I have questions, 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 and your answers. You're listening to the BBS Radio with Ask Adina, Meta Mondays, with your host, Adina Bannock. We'll be right back. BBSradio.com Engaging. Powerful. Unforgettable. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the BBS radio station. You're listening to Ask Adina, and your host is Adina Bannock. Sounds familiar. And we are listening to Meta Monday. I have a lot of questions. Let's see how fast I can do them. Although I have to tell you, fast is not my goal. Um, Accuracy is. But I want to get them done as quickly as I can because each week I kind of don't get all of them done. 
Now, the first one I want to say, I owe my my girl Kay because she <laughs> she <laughs> she listened. She gave me names and dates and um let oh, let me just quickly exp- explain something to you. In a mediumship reading, I don't want you to tell me anything. Nothing. Maybe a name, a first name or a nickname just to get me going. But other than that, nothing. Tell me nothing. Um, In a psychic reading, however, um, that's a little different. So I don't waste time. Let me explain how it works. In a psychic reading, so I don't have to go looking at the past and I can focus right in on your subject especially on air, it's perfect for me to give me one, two lines about where you are and a name and birth dates. It's perfect. So she did that, and I promised I would read her first. Now, I'm going to mix up her question a little bit because even though I don't really think that people are listening But you never know. I have a lot of people who write me and say, can you please edit names? So maybe they know something I don't. But her name is Kay. And she writes, there's a guy I really like. I'm leaving his name out. She gives me his name for short and his birth date. I know that. Okay. Um, We were close. We would text and then we'd hang out. Things got a little heavy. He then disappeared and blocked me for two weeks. Um, Now I'm unblocked. I've heard that he likes me or that he liked me before everything. Yeah, he heard, I heard that he liked me before everything because he had told her. Okay. I did see him with his ex and she gives me her name. Um, I feel it could have been innocent him being with his ex because this man doesn't drive and um, he also didn't look happy around his ex and he didn't look interested around his ex. So she says she hasn't been around this guy but she still can sense him around her. Sometimes she feels him, she feels he likes her and will contact her. So her questions to me are, Does he like her? When will he contact her and how will they be together? Um, Oh, she also asks about her ex's, her, her ex's other person. And it hurts her because she doesn't understand what's going on with him. And she gives her birthday. All right, so as I said to her, this is a little complicated. So what I'm going to do for for time, really, Kay, is to stick with how he is feeling about you, okay? And if we have time later on, I'm going to go right back up to this and see how he feels about the ex, okay? Okay. I like the way I answer myself. Okay. All right, now, so go to Kay, everybody, and tell me how, hmm, feels about her. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Well, I need to know. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I'm already getting signs that um, he do- did, does, did and does like you. Um, I'm also getting that he hasn't been able to act on it. Give me a second. Uh-huh. All right, so here's why. He's trying to, oh, God, this is tough. He's, uh-huh, okay. He has to, you know that ex you talked about? Well, you know the reason why I just didn't mention it. I didn't mention it because just in case, you know, everybody's listening and you never know, I didn't want to give it all away. So, you know the similarity that he has with his ex, okay? And they still have that similarity, and he's trying to get along with her, okay? Um, He's also angry about it. So, you're right. I do believe that he's not interested. No. And I do believe that he feels he's sacrificing, what he feels to, I want to say, um, be responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on. Okay, now, I did find out something, and I'm wondering if Kay, let me see, is this about Kay, or is this about, mm-hmm, let's see. Okay, is it about Kay? All right, all right, okay. Okay, all right, um, Kay, I know he has feelings for you, but he has to have something come first right now. Um, so I'm going to go down a little bit down during, you know, a little bit in the future I want to see if this changes, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so what I'm getting is this. Huh. What I'm getting is this. He is not going to be able to put you to the side. He is thinking he has to for uh, specific reasons, and you know why, Um, but he's not going to be able to. Can I tell that you're going to get together? Yeah, I can. Um, I can. I can. Um, Hold on. I'm going to ask this. I am going to answer it all now. So now let me ask about her, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Uh-huh, definitely. Okay, this was good. This was good. Um, okay, the other one, 
you are 100% on target about, not interested. Um, I get that he feels, um, he's feeling, yeah, no, mm -mm, no, no. It will not prevail in the end. The other situation will not prevail. You will. I want to be able to tell you a time frame, and I can't because what I get from him is that, um, huh, that's interesting. When he gets out of that situation, and he will, and he will because he's determined, and he will because he gets along better with you, and he will because he's happier with you, but he will get out of that. Okay, so I'm going to say, yes, you're going to be together. Yes, definitely. Okay, so that's for K. She asked about A, and yes, you're going to be together. No, he's not going to go back to that other one. Okay, now the next reading that I want to do is for... um, her name is an M, her name is an L. Depending on my mood and reading, I can call her M or L. And in the same reading, I will either call her M or L, depending on my mood. So now she knows who she is. Her um, question states, Adina, I'm at my wit's end. Someone in my life is cutting and sarcastic. In fact, he is giving me hell. Why? I need to understand what this is all about. It's too heavy. Your help is very much appreciated. And she gives me his name and his date of birth. By the way, guys, if you haven't given me a date of birth um, or names, I've just put it all the way at the bottom because I never finished what I was going to say, did I? When it's a medium reading, I don't need it. I can go up there and get the information. But when it's a psychic reading, a lot of time is spent in going backward, trying to figure out what came before. And it's not necessary when you can write me dates of birth and names. It's just not necessary. So especially in a one-question free reading on the phone. So... um People who do that, people who send me names and dates of birth are just, by nature, I'm going to answer those. So, um, okay, ML, I know your question. I'm answering it now. I want to know what is going on with this person and why is he giving you the hell when my sister was alive, she used to <laughs> she used to call out to the hell. To the hell. It was just funny. You had to be there. And a friends of ours used to put it on their um phone machine. She was a funny girl. Okay. Um let's see. All right. Um, M, I'm checking on him and I'm checking specifically asking why 
is he this way? Or what's going on for him in terms of you that he's this way? Mm-hmm. Okay. The first thing I have to say is that I get a, um, he, he admires you. You are very smart. You are someone he respects. He has felt that you have been, uh, I don't want to say cold because that's not correct, but it is, uh, it's definitely not warm. I can tell you that. I also feel that he feels there is, let me get it, mm-hmm, okay. He was expecting you to have some kind of, I don't get this, some kind of hope that you don't have right now. He was expecting you to either take an offer or... Yeah, take an offer that I believe he was offering. Strange situation. I don't know. Yeah, um, hold on. And he feels like a failure. Like this offer he was offering you, you just like said, no thanks. Um, and then he found out that he was doing it... Um, through, like he was offering you what he thought was security and um, you don't want it? Hang on. Uh-huh. He's decided, though, that what you're going to do is make your own decisions that are based on merit Make your decisions based on where you want your life to go. I personally think that what is, was causing this was his own expectations for what he wanted you to do or what he thought you'd react to with his, um, with his generosity perhaps. I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, I know what it is. I got it. So, he wants you to stay there. He wants you to stay there. He heard that you're probably leaving. Write me, um, write me. I think he heard you're leaving. Give me, give me, shoot me an email, okay? I know what this is. Um, that's what that's about. Okay, next. I have um, D, who wrote and said, what's going to happen in my future with my husband's talking divorce? Okay. No, he's not getting a talking divorce. He's just asking for one. Um, so, let's go see. And yes, I have names. Okay. So what I want to do is look at him. 
and look at D. And from D's point of view, I am going to ask D what her husband is going to say. Okay, from what I can see, he's not really very hopeful, um, but I'd have to go into more detail, and I don't have that time. Um, we have a few short seconds, and I wanted to do so much more. Um, hmm. Let's see. Well, next week, I don't think we can. And the week after, I don't think we can. But I will get all these free readings in. Maybe we'll set them up via phone. So I wish you the best week. Don't forget, next week, Matthew Fallon will be hypnotizing us. So don't do this during heavy machinery and moving around. And I will post updates, too. Thank you for joining us, and I love speaking with you, and I missed you. Have a great week, and listen to the BBS radio station one.